decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered, and Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Fear not, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to all people on earth. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. My soul proclaims your greatness, O God, and my spirit rejoices in you. Please be seated. So tonight, we're going to tell a story, an old story, of course. We just told an old story, but we're going to tell it in a new way. So I'm going to invite any kids who want to, to come up to the front. You're going to have to do it a little carefully because there's a lot of people. So you might make your way out of your seats. You can sit on the floor. You can sit um, here on the altar. If you're sitting in the front, maybe just stay where you are. But especially if you're in the narthex, you can come in so you can, we can tell the story together. And we're just going to have to make room for all our friends. Okay? Okay. I'm setting something up here. Can you see what it is? Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of people there, isn't there? That is missing one. Here we go. All right. What a good question. Where's the baby? She said. Hmm. I think we'll tell a story about that. You know the story? Okay. Well, I hope not because I wrote it this week. We'll find out. Here we go. <laughs> this story is called, what's it called? The Christmas Dinosaur. Didn't see that coming, did you? All right, here we go. Now, you have to put on your imagination hat for the story. Can you do that? We're going to imagine. Put on your imagination hat. Here we go. It was Christmas Eve at Luke's house, 
and his family was getting ready to go to church. Put on your shoes, Luke, his mom said loudly. It's time to leave. We'll be late, and there won't be any place to sit. I'm coming, Mom, said Luke. But the truth is, he wasn't looking for his shoes. Up in his room, Luke was looking for the baby Jesus. Every year before church on Christmas Eve, Luke would set up his nativity scene, and he put the baby Jesus in the manger. But this year, baby Jesus was nowhere to be found. Luke looked under his bed and inside his sock drawer. He turned his toy bins upside down, but all he found at the bottom were two old pennies and a candy wrapper from Easter. His mom's voice floated up the stairs again. Luke, shoes, let's go. I'm coming, Luke said, and he grabbed his shoes. Baby Jesus would have to wait. He ran down the stairs to join his family in the car. The door shut, the garage shut, the house was dark and quiet. No one was home. Up in Luke's room, Ty the dinosaur woke up. He had been sleeping all day long because Luke was home for winter break and had been playing in his room for hours, and the toy rule says that while the kids are home, the toys must be very still. Ty peeked out from the dump truck he had been sleeping in. He listened carefully. He counted all the way to 100, but heard no sounds at all. That meant nobody was home. Okay, Ty whispered to the other toys. It's time. Christmas was a big deal for the toys. New friends would often show up by the end of the night. Plus, the nativity scene came out, which everyone only saw once a year. Ty rushed over it to say hello to all his Christmas friends. Mary, right here, Joseph, the baby Jesus, and two shepherds, including his good buddy, Elizabeth. Hi, everyone, he shouted, but none of the nativity figures looked up. Hello, he said again. Couldn't they hear him? Elizabeth the shepherd looked at Ty with worried eyes. Merry Christmas, Elizabeth, said Ty, but Elizabeth began to cry. What's the matter? Ty asked. The baby is missing, said Elizabeth. Oh, no, thought Ty. Where is baby Jesus? He couldn't be lost on Christmas Eve. Ty remembered that. Luke and his family would be back from church in an hour or so. They would have to look fast. They'd need everyone to help. Ty climbed on top of the Lego Hogwarts castle and cleared his throat so he could use his loudest dinosaur voice. Attention, everyone, he shouted. We need your help. Baby Jesus is missing. Look everywhere. Don't forget, under the bed, between the dresser and the wall, and that one space behind the bookshelf where we found all the Lego people in the great panic of 2017. <laughs> we only have an hour, so work hard. Ready, set, go. All at once, the toys scattered. The dollhouse family searched their beds, the bathtub, and behind their couch. Legos began to fly as all the Lego people took apart their house to look for the baby. Make sure you put all those pieces back, Ty announced. Remember how grumpy the grown-ups get when they step on those in their bare feet in the middle of the night. <laughs> Every toy searched high and low, but even after 30 minutes, the baby was nowhere to be found. Ty went to give the report to Elizabeth. I'm sorry, he said, sadly, shaking his head. We've looked everywhere. I don't think we're going to find him. Thank you, Ty, said Elizabeth. And thank you, everyone, for working so hard. She shook her head. I don't know how it can really be Christmas with the babies missing. It was quiet for a few minutes. 
Suddenly, a small, sweet voice came from the crowd. I'll do it. What? asked Ty. I'll do it, said the voice. I'll be the baby Jesus. Ty and Elizabeth peered out at the group and saw Luna. What's Luna? A unicorn running toward them and leap on the nativity table. I'll do it, she said. Uh, said Ty. Was this a good idea? You don't look like a baby, he said. No, I know that, said Luna. I mean, obviously, I'm not a baby, but I am a unicorn. Mm-hmm, yeah, said Ty. I realize that. No, you don't get it, said Luna. There's no one else like me. I'm completely unique. I'm so unique that some people don't even think I exist. So I'm perfect to be the baby Jesus. Because he was totally unique, too. Because he was God, but God as a baby. See? Unique like a unicorn. Ty and Elizabeth were quiet for a moment. She did have a point. Then Mary smiled and spoke for the first time. Thank you, Luna, said Mary. You're quite right. Jesus was unique. There's no one else quite like him. But Jesus wasn't born to be different. He was born to be like all of us, to cry and laugh and eat and run and love and struggle, to be a regular human, ordinary, and to know what that's like. Oh, said Luna sadly, well maybe I can't be the baby. But, said Mary, your kindness and generosity is just like him. Running up here to help because you saw someone who was sad and hurting, that's exactly what Jesus does. Why don't you stay right here, right next to me? Luna smiled and stood next to Mary. I can do it, came another voice. Up came Simba. What's Simba? Yeah, the lion. He sat right down in the manger. See, I fit, he said, and I'm even a prince. Did everyone know that? I'm a prince. Yeah, we got it, said Ty. You've mentioned it before. Like a hundred times, said Luna. Well, it's true, said Simba. Also, because I am a lion, I am very strong and powerful. And Jesus was those things too, right? I think I'm just right for this job. Ty and Elizabeth looked at Mary. Mary smiled. You are very strong, Simba, and powerful. And I'm a prince, said Simba. So I've heard, said Mary. And Jesus is all those things too, you're right. Although he's powerful and strong in quite a different way. He's powerful because he loves people, each person he meets. And he's powerful because he chooses peace instead of violence. So he's also a very different sort of prince than many of the ones we know. Simba thought about that. That's the kind of prince I'd like to be, he said. Sometimes when I roar very loudly, it scares people. Sometimes it even scares me. I don't like that very much. Well then, said Mary, you better stay up here too. How about if you stand right next to the manger? Simba, Simba stood as close to the manger as he could. I'll watch the baby when he comes back, he said. Thank you, Simba, said Mary. Now all the toys began to offer. I'll do it, I'll do it, came voices from all over the room. Dan, the taxi cab, said he could be the baby Jesus because he liked to travel, and so did Jesus. And Anaya, the mouse, said she could be the baby Jesus because she's very small and quiet, just like a baby. 
Grant, the front loader, said he'd be a good baby because he knew how to build things, and Jesus was a carpenter, so he knew how to build things. Soon the noise in the room was so loud, Ty could hardly hear himself think. The nativity scene was so full, he could barely see the manger anymore. Can everybody sit all the way down on their bottoms one more time? There we go. Perfect. Then we can all see. Only 15 more minutes until Luke would be home, and they still couldn't find the baby Jesus, and the room was a mess, and the whole thing was falling apart. Ty began to cry. Mary came over to Ty. She put an arm around his shoulders. What are you thinking about, Ty? She said. That it's a mess, he said. Baby Jesus is still lost, and the nativity has a unicorn and a lion and a mouse and a front loader in it, and now it's so crowded in there, I don't even know if Jesus will fit. And Luke will be home soon, and nothing is ready, and I don't think it can be Christmas anymore. It's too much, Mary. We ruined Christmas. And Ty cried and cried. Mary held Ty's hand until he was done crying. She wiped her tear- his tears with her beautiful blue scarf and smiled. Ty, she said, sometimes I think we forget some things about the very first Christmas. Did you know it wasn't quiet where Jesus was born? It was a cave, and it was full of animals. You know what animals sound like? Ty looked around at the unicorn and the lion and the barn full of cows and the barrel of monkeys and six bendable black cats left over from Halloween, all offering to be the baby Jesus. Yeah, animals are loud, he said. That's right, said Mary. They are. And babies are loud, too, at least at first. And Joseph and I were scared. We'd never had a baby before. And it was dark, a beautiful dark, with stars bright in the sky, but we could only see one step at a time. And we weren't sure what we were going to eat the next time we were hungry, and we wished we could be in a warm, dry house with a safe bed for our baby. It looked like a big mess, Ty. It was. A great big beautiful, holy, crowded, loud mess. That's exactly how Jesus came into the world. It was a lot like this. Ty looked at that crowded nativity set, all full of surprises. He thought about all the toys eager to help, even if they were kind of loud. He thought about how hard they worked to find the baby. It was a big mess, he thought, but maybe it was a good mess, a holy mess. A great, big, beautiful, crowded, loud, holy mess. But Mary, he said, we still didn't find the baby. I know, said Mary, but I think we have what we need. I think you should be the baby Jesus, Ty. Me, said Ty. Oh, no, no, I can't. Why not, said Mary. Well, for one thing, I'm a dinosaur. I've noticed that, said Mary. Jesus was not a dinosaur, said Ty. I also noticed that, said Mary. I think I'm too big to fit in the manger anyway, said Ty. And I'm green. And I look strong, but I don't actually think I am. I'm not very unique. I mean, there's like 50 dinosaurs in this room alone. I'm definitely not a prince. And Well, I mean, you know, I'm a... I'm a... A dinosaur, said Mary. Right, said Ty. Ty, said Mary quietly, and even though it was very loud in the room, Ty could all of a sudden hear everything she said. Ty, Jesus spent most of his time with people who didn't feel like they belonged or like they weren't enough of something. 
that they weren't strong enough or rich enough or good enough. And he loved them just the way they were. Nothing stopped him. Do you know, Ty, when Jesus grew up, he told a lot of stories. And one of the stories was about a shepherd who had a lot of sheep, 100 sheep to be exact. And the shepherd lost one of the sheep. So the shepherd went looking high and low and all over the place just to find that one sheep. Do you know who that reminds me of, Ty? Ty thought for a moment. He thought about all the toys looking and looking for baby Jesus. I guess that's all of us, he said. It reminds me of you, Ty, said Mary. You helped us all become like that shepherd, looking for the one who was lost, even though you never gave up. Even though, we never, even though we had all the rest in the nativity figures, you never quit looking. You just kept going. I did, said Ty, but we never found him. But we found out how much the looking matters, said Mary. You know, because you made us all go looking, all these other toys found their place in this story. Luna the unicorn and Simba the lion and the taxi cab and the front loader and kind of lost track of who's in there, said Ty. Me too, said Mary, and that's exactly how it should be. Everybody should feel welcome in this story. There's enough room, there's a place for everybody. And if it's all one big mess, then that's even better. A big, beautiful, holy, crowded, loud mess, said Ty. That's the best kind, said Mary. When Luke walked into his room a few minutes later, all the toys were put away. The space under his bed was clean, and the bookshelves were full of neatly stacked toy bins. It looked cleaner than what he left for church, Luke thought, but maybe he hadn't been paying attention. He looked at his nativity scene. He really loved it. The figures of dark, beautiful wood smooth beneath his fingers with brightly colored robes. They were all there, Mary, Joseph, two shepherds in the manger. And then Luke looked again. Standing next to Mary were Simba the lion and Luna the unicorn. Behind them were a front loader, a mouse, and a taxi cab. And in the manger was Ty, his favorite dinosaur. Luke stopped for a moment. Had he left it like that? He looked again. It was unusual, but it looked all right. It looked good, actually. It looked like everybody there belonged there. It's Christmas, shouted Luke, and he ran downstairs so it could all begin. The end. Who belongs, oh, thanks, yeah. Who belongs in the story? You belong, that's right. Somebody said, I belong. That's exactly right. We all belong in the story. So for the rest of Christmas Eve worship, I'm gonna leave the nativity scene just like this just so you know, we did eventually find baby Jesus. There he is. We're going to put him right next to Ty as a reminder that we all belong, and that's what Christmas is about. I would like to invite you to go make your way back to your seat carefully, and we will stand up together and sing Joy to the World.
We have faith in God who lives among us. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created 